More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Today on More to Life, Catholic Home. Being a Catholic parent's tough. We're going to help you reclaim your confidence and create a more grace-filled family life. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Everyone says they want to have a great marriage and family and personal life. Well, the theology of the body reveals how you can actually achieve it. More to life. The happiest couples know how to say I do to each other every moment of every day. Surprising. Relevant. Hopeful. Angela, let's not just settle for stopping your son's behavior. Exactly. Let's talk about the kind of young man you want to raise. Practical. Theology of the body-based answers for every part of your life. God's original blueprint didn't include depression and anxiety. Yeah, that's a human invention. God wants to set you free. Let's talk about making that happen. The life you were meant to live through the theology of the body. More to life. Good morning, everyone. You're listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. And today our show is titled Catholic Home. You know, being a Catholic parent is tough. But we want to help make it a lot easier today by enabling you to reclaim your confidence and create a more grace-filled family life. Give us a call at 877-573-7825, and tell us. Whether you've got little teens or adult kids, we want to help you with your parenting questions, discipline issues, helping your kids grow in the faith or live by your values. Maybe if your kids are pushing back against your rules or whatever is getting under your skin, we want to help you manage all of those parenting and family life challenges gracefully. Give us a call at 877-573-7825 and let us help you be a more confident Catholic parent raising good and faithful Catholic kids. Boy, you know, (laughs) we need to... No, i got to put this the right way. Oh, goody. We get extra responsibility as Catholic parents, right? On the one hand, it's the greatest joy we can possibly have is to be able to share with our family, raise our family, to know and love God god especially in the real presence in the eucharist you know to know him personally to love him to understand the the traditions and the teachings of of our church and to really have a beautiful relationship with god in the eucharist amazing and then we have to move from that mission into actually doing it while we're changing the diapers on the twins, while the the toddler's running around, while the older kids are being resentful, while the spouses are not getting along as well as they should because they're exhausted and everything's crazy. Where do we fit it in? And most of us think we'll just fit in all of this into, we'll get to Sunday Mass. And then we don't know how to bring the grace of that Mass home and actually connect it all with our marriage and family life, with raising those kids in the heat of the moment when you're trying to make dinner or you're trying to have a relationship with your grandkids or you're trying to get along with your adult kids who maybe aren't living the faith the way you want them to. 
it's hard. It's confusing. And you may feel like you're all alone in it because often we look down the pew and we see all of these people who look like happy families who have it all together and we feel even lonelier. It's rough, but we're here to help you today. And Greg, as you were saying, we parent forever. So whether you are thinking of getting married and saying, how do I do this right from the get-go? Or you're expecting a child and you're thinking, how do, I, how do I do this? Like, I want everything to be perfect for my little one and I want them to love God and I want all these things. How do I get there? Or you've been doing this a million years and now you're trying to help with the grandkids and get along with the big kids or anywhere in between. It can be rough, but the grace of God can be there and you can connect with him and brand new skills. And we're here to help you do that today on More to Life. Give us a call today. We're here for you at 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. Whatever your questions are about Catholic family life, whether that relates to discipline issues, helping your kids grow in their faith or live by your values, if your kids are pushing back against your rules, we want to help you overcome whatever challenges are making it hard for you to be a confident Catholic parent raising good and faithful Catholic kids. And I'm just feeling like God's just telling me to to mention to people, if you're the kid, the adult kid, or anywhere along that line, whose parents are making it hard for you to raise Catholic kids or live your faith, anywhere in the continuum, you know, we're all part of a family somehow. And it can get complicated. And it can get a little ugly sometimes. And it can get confusing. Let's help give you clarity, grace, and peace today and some really practical answers. 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. Every day on More to Life, we take a look at the topic of the day through the lens of St. John Paul's Theology of the Body. And for folks who aren't aware of what that is, um, when he was Pope, St. John Paul gave a series of reflections on creation, salvation history, the Gospels, and showed how those things reveal God's plan for living a more abundant life and having healthier, holier relationships. You know, the theology of the body actually reminds us that families are schools of love and virtue where we all learn how to live life as a gift and that parents are the most important teachers in that school of love. But as we said, parenting is hard and it's tempting to settle for just getting through the day as a family. And how many of us get our heads on the pillow at night and think, okay, there's a zillion things I didn't do, but we survived. But, you know, Catholic parents are called to do so much more. The church tells us that parenting is actually one of the most important ministries in the church because it is the primary way the next generation of Christian disciples is formed. The world needs loving, responsible, godly people. And God has commissioned Catholic parents to give the world what it needs. Yeah, and that's a big job, right? Huge. And it can be a little intimidating. But, you know, the more we can approach parenting in a prayerful, thoughtful, intentional, graceful way, the more we're able to fulfill our mission as Catholics to let God change the world through our families by raising the next generation of faithful, courageous, loving, responsible, godly men and women. Now, of course, 
None of us know how to do that perfectly, right? And no matter how well we think we were raised by our parents, none of us are saints yet, and none of us knows how to raise a saint. But that's exactly what we're called to do. <laughs> we all have a lot to learn, right? And that's why every day, especially when we're struggling, we need to turn to our Heavenly Father and pray, Lord, teach me to be the parent you want me to be in this moment and all day, every day. Help me respond to my children in ways that will glorify you. Help me be my best self and bring out the best in my kids. Give me your love and grace and let my kids experience that love and grace through me. Let that be our prayer every day. We're talking about parenting today on More to Life. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. Now, I want to be clear here. If you're thinking, oh, they're talking about this panacea, and I worked really hard to raise my kids as Catholic kids, and they're pushing back against it. They're not living a life of faith. I spent all that money on Catholic school, I've all done, that time. All my adult it. kids have fallen and away. And they're all falling away, and it's a mess, and I don't know what we're going to do about the grands, and oh my goodness, and you've just got this feeling of, I could never be what the pop checks are talking about right now, what they're saying the church wants us to do. I, It's a mess. Well, you know, we can't make guarantees because concupiscence is a thing, sin is a thing. But we can help you figure it out no matter what stage you're in to ramp up a better chance for you to have that influence over your kids and help them have a great relationship with you and with God. So whether you have littles, teens or adult kids, we want to help you respond to all those questions you've got about parenting, whether they're related to discipline issues, helping your kids grow in their faith or live by their faith as adults, if your kids are pushing back against your rules or just getting under your skin, we want to help you overcome whatever challenges are making it hard for you to be that confident Catholic parent raising good and faithful Catholic kids. If it relates to family life or parenting, we are taking your calls on it today at 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877-573-7825. Let's take our concerns to the Lord, and then we'll start taking your calls. In the name of the, the Father, Father, and the, the Son, Son, and the, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, we come into your presence and we bring to you all of our families and all of our kids and all of our questions about being godly parents. Lord, we thank you for the gift of children. We thank you for the gift of family. But it's hard. And sometimes it's a little scary and frustrating and lonely, too. And we ask you to fill our hearts and our homes with your love and grace. Help us to be the parents you are calling us to be. Help us to glorify you in our responses to our kids, to be, to help us to be our best selves when we are dealing with our kids and help us to respond to the frustrations and, and challenges our kids present to us in ways that help them be everything you created them to be. Make our families domestic churches, outposts of grace in a hurting world. Show us, Lord, how to communicate your love to each other in our homes so that the world can see that love shining out of all of us and come to you through our loving witness. We ask all of this through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary and in the, the name, name of the, the Father, Father the, the Son, Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen.
Pope St. John Paul the Great. Pray for us. Today on More to Life, Catholic Home. We're talking about being a Catholic parent uh, and raising Catholic kids and creating a Catholic household. All those questions about family life, about parenting. Fair game today on More to Life. Give us a call at 877 573 seven eight two five now greg you're putting emphasis on the catholic and you know that's what we're here for on ewtn but we're also talking about those really practical things you know if you're if you or someone in your family is feeling a sense of anxiety or depression or you don't know how to reach through to help them because that's complicating your daily life if your kids are arguing and fighting and losing their minds if you haven't slept in a hundred years and you don't know how to parent anymore, we're here for the temporal as well as the spiritual to help you get new skills and the grace of God today. 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. Let's talk to our first caller of the hour who's listening to EWTN Radio in California. Hi, listener. Welcome to More to Life. What's your question for us? Um, I, my son and his wife have, um, they were infertile, they've adopted a child, and now they're pregnant through IVF, eight, nine, week, nine weeks pregnant. I told them it was um, a mortal sin, and uh, because they go to church, and um, they told me that they want nothing to do with me, they will forever, forever. And so now I'm really kind of hurting because I miss my son and my grandchildren. And can you tell, I'm I'm so sorry that that happened to you. That's just devastating. And can you tell me a little bit about what was the relationship like before this happened? I mean, how often did you have contact with them? What was it? Yeah, yeah. Well, in a way, I do kind of uh, see that my daughter-in-law never really like me that much because I'm so Catholic and um, and but my son and I were very close and I mean he called me a couple times a week and he faced because they live in Ohio I mean they yeah they live in Iowa so they he would face me with with mm-hmm. the children and, and he would fly me back there and I, yeah it was I just miss them. and Of course you do. I want to be well, part of their lives. How long but, ago did this happen? But how long ago did this happen? Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of weeks ago. I can't so even they, go through two weeks. <laughs> okay, so they were pregnant when you said this about IVF. Is that yes. correct in the timeline? Yes. yes. Okay, let's just, I want to talk about how to, to bridge this gap in a minute but let's just talk about where the misunderstandings and the pain might have come from first of all I want to say this if I said to you that is a schmurgle schmuggle but do you have any idea what I'm talking about well when you tell somebody who doesn't have great knowledge of what the Catholic Church teaches why the reasons behind it and we just give them a, a term mortal sin they don't understand the word. They don't understand that that somebody is trying to say this could 
harm you. This could use you, that you objectify each other. This could turn children into objects to be had, and on and on and on. What, you, know, you said that they go to church, but the, re- the reality is, unfortunately, the vast majority of Catholics who go to church don't understand any of this. And so they probably didn't understand the term in the first place. You didn't have a real chance to parse it out and say, look, I'm really worried about this, what this will do to your relationship, and on and on. Additionally, you chose to say it once the, the baby was conceived or the babies are conceived. So what they heard probably is these children are not valid. These children are a mortal sin rather than how they were conceived in the first place. So you got, instead of coming alongside of them and saying, thank God for these babies, because a baby, no matter how they're conceived, is a gift from God. So we, we look past any problems with a conception of a child, whether that's out of wedlock or through rape or through IVF or through whatever the world says, this is not the way it should have happened. And we look at the baby and we say, this is a gift from God. So instead of getting the response that they wanted from a grandma who is becoming a grandma again, they got what they thought was a rejection of them and their children. And so that's why you're probably getting this really intense reaction. And again, that. I understand why you did it. And you are, you are correct, correct in what you said. Okay? Yes, I want but to not, that. not in but, a way that was understandable for them to take in. Well, and the time to have that conversation would have been before this before all happened. Before the IVF, right? yeah. Um, once it's done, what are they supposed to do, right? So, so they really heard that you were saying that their children were evil or that they were evil. And, and, that, and it came off as a rejection of their children. Yeah, so, it, you know, so, so it's not a question of your faithfulness. It's a question of your prudence. Um, and so at this point, you know, I, I, again, even though you are technically correct, um, the, the, the thing that you need to do at this point is, is really apologize um, and say, listen, I... I love the Lord and I love my faith, um, but sometimes I communicate those things in ways that, that don't come across very well. And I know that I have a history of that with you, daughter-in-law especially, um, and I'm sorry. You know, I'm not sorry for what I believe, but I'm sorry for the, for the way I've treated you or the way I've communicated this stuff to you, and I'm sorry for making you feel less than. I'm sorry for for making you feel like I wasn't happy for you that you were that we were having you know that I was going to have another grandchild. Uh, that was all wrong, and I love you guys, and I really do want to be part of your life, and I promise to try harder to do a better job of of supporting you and communicating my faith in ways that you can hear, uh, in ways that don't make you feel like a project, um, in ways that make you feel loved and supported. And I hope that you'll let me come back. I'd like you to also check out our copy of our book, um, Having Meaningful Conversations, or Having Meaningful, Sometimes Difficult Conversations with Our Adult Sons and Daughters, because it's going to talk to you about, it's going to show you how to have these conversations in ways that your kids will actually be receptive to. You know, I don't ever want you to hold your, uh, to hide your light under a bushel basket. Never. I don't ever want you to not say what's true to anybody, especially your kids. But how we say it, when we say it, the words we choose to say it make all the difference in the world, whether our ability to, to whether we're going to be able to mentor our kids or we're going to be estranged from our kids. Uh, and so having meaningful, sometimes difficult conversations with our adult sons and daughters will walk you through how you can be that faithful Catholic mom to adult kids and really um, mentor them and repair this relationship. Check it out at CatholicCounselors.com 
or wherever books are sold. We've added your family to our More to Life prayer list. Again, you, you were technically correct, but, but but just the way you handled it, it alienated them, and it's important to reach out to them and apologize. We talk in the book about how to do that more beyond the comments that we've made here in the time that we have. With that, we've got to go to break. When we come back, we're continuing to take your calls about parenting today on More to Life. Whether you have questions about littles, teens, adult kids, parenting is a challenge. We want to help you make it easier. Give us a call at 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877 877- Five seven three seventy eight twenty five. More to life. We'll be back in just a minute. If it's central to the faith, you can find it on EWTN Podcast Central, featuring the best of EWTN Radio, as well as faith-filled podcasts from our friends and affiliates across the nation, all in one place, all free. The destination for great Catholic audio programming is EWTN Podcast Central. It's like podcast heaven. Visit EWTN.com slash radio slash podcasts today. Would you get on a plane that doesn't have a pilot? Investing in passive index mutual funds may present the same issue. The Ave Maria mutual funds are actively managed by seasoned investment professionals to help you meet your investment goals in a morally responsible way. Ave Maria funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors could invest in the no-load Ave Maria mutual funds. You can learn more about the Ave Maria Mutual Funds at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile, everyday living, effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. This Ave Maria program is brought to you in part by the nonprofit CMF Curo. Your search for affordable health care stops here. Since 2014, CMF Curo has provided Catholics with affordable health care sharing that goes beyond insurance. With programs that cost less than many COBRA and ACA-sponsored plans, CMF Curo is a Catholic health sharing experience that enables you to live fully alive while saving money. Call 1-833-GET-CURO to find affordable Catholic health care now. That's 1-833-GET-CURO. Thank you for joining us today on More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak, and today our show is titled Catholic Home. As we talk about Catholic family life and parenting today on More to Life, we want to help you claim your confidence as a Catholic parent and help you raise godly kids and create a more grace-filled family life. The number is 877-573-573. 7825. That's 877 573 7825. Joining us right now, Damon Owens. He and his wife, Melanie, are the founders of joyfuleverafter.org, a theology of the body based Catholic marriage ministry. Hey, Damon, welcome to More to Life. Thank you, Dr. Greg. Thanks, Lisa. So, you wanted to talk about what the theology of the body can teach us about parenting today. Yeah, I feel like this is uh, this is where I sit at y'all's feet with Catholic Home and uh, just the wisdom that you all have been given the world for for decades now. But uh, but yeah, there's a beautiful connection here with um, Saint John Paul II and with the theology of the body as a as a whole. In fact, when you attempt to begin to read the theology of the body, the very first audience, as they call it, it begins with John Paul framing what's going on almost in parallel 
and that would eventually become family in the modern world, the gathering of bishops and the document in 1981. So there's a begin, there's an intrinsic connection, integral connection between questions of parenting, the family, and the entire theology of the body. And in that document, John Paul II speaks very clearly about the document being familiaris consortio, the bishops, that there are, there's four tasks of the family that's rooted in marriage. It's forming a community of persons, it's serving life, participating in the development of society, and sharing in the life and mission of the Church. So it's the communion, it's life, it's being part of the culture, and it's also being part of the Church. And I think the connecting point here with parenting is a phrase that he says that, uh, like marriage and parenting, being mother and a father, the family needs to go back to an original mission, go back to the beginning, as you said, of God's creative act to attain this self-knowledge and the self-realization, because there's an inner truth to it, and uh, inner truth about who we are, but also how we act in history. So I think this, this reflecting on our parenting is not just being isolated. It's not just atomistic, like we're individual, creating our own culture. There's some of that. It's not private, though. It's very public, and it's very universal. And that should give us a, a really a, a elevate our, our sense of dignity and worth that what we're doing is covered and is attended to by God and the Church. Well, so what I'm really hearing you say, okay, is, is that, you know— um, even though you know God has given us our children, um, you know that that it's it's it like like a lot of people will say, well, you know, I I'm I was raised this way, so I turned out okay, so I'm just going to do this with my kids. But what you're what I what I'm hearing you say is that you know the, the church actually gives us a mission as Catholic parents that we need to learn how to follow. It's not just our mission; it's it's the church's mission. It's God's mission, and he and they and God and the church give that mission to Catholic parents so that we can raise the next generation of faithful, godly kids, of, of, of church-going, uh, godly healed, people. Exactly. More healed than the generations before And them. so it's a matter of learning exactly. how to do that, not just doing it. Exactly. And, and that healing to the next generation and that inter, interrelationship with the church is not linear. It's not like, you know, here's, here's the role of the, the family, here's the role of the church. It's some of that. But the reality is, is that we're so interdependent and that our role is a domestic church even as the church is a family of families. So there's a, there's a way of getting back to this original vision, this original truth of who we are and what we do in history that's not just generationally sequential, like you're saying, where my parents did this, so I'm going to do that. So that should give us a lot of uh, you know, pride and also peace that what we're doing is cared by God. Amen. Damon, thanks so much for being with us, and I encourage folks to learn more about all the ways that you and Melanie bless couples and your marriage ministry joyfuleverafter.org and we're taking your calls listeners about catholic parenting today on more to life give us a call at 877-573-7825 whether you have littles teens or adult kids we want to help give us a call have you ever wondered why your hair turns gray i'm chuck Gatica, and this is journey strong Proverbs 16 teaches us that gray hair is a crown of glory According to NYU, we get gray hairs because some of our stem cells near the hair follicles get stuck as we age, so they lose their ability to mature and keep their color. Someday, researchers may be able to find a way to reverse these stuck stem cells and turn the hair color switch back on. For now, the upside to having some gray, well, it can make us look wise. I'm not sure that works in my case. Just ask my wife. 
Another upside, too, the average cost of hair coloring at a salon is $75 to $200 plus each time. Think of the savings over time. Yes, it's good to have gray or white hair. Just ask anyone who's bald. Check out the Journey Strong tab for more on gray hair and this study at the homepage of AveMariaRadio.net. Father Benedict Groeschel. In the church, we speak of seven gifts. Wisdom, understanding, counsel, knowledge, loyalty, courage, and reverence or fear of the Lord. When I speak about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and these gifts come, they give you the ability to go beyond your strength. If you're struggling to be a good person, a good member of your religion, you know it's a struggle and you don't always make it. I've been at it many, many decades and I still struggle and trip and fall and have holes in my socks. Struggling to be a good person, something that we need help at. And this help comes to us by these gifts of the Holy Spirit. EWTN. Live Truth. Live Catholic. Hi, I'm Lisa Popcheck. Do you need to have an important conversation with someone? Here's a tip. Do twice as much listening as talking. Don't do it as a technique. Listen because you're genuinely interested in what the other person thinks, what motivates them, and what their goals, concerns, and needs are. Successful conversationalists may not agree with everything the other people say, but they're careful not to rush to judgment. They ask questions. They show real care and concern. They look for points of agreement to build on. They don't try to change the person they're speaking with, but they do look for ways to be a positive influence while deepening the relationship. Christians call this approach accompaniment. To learn more about being an effective listener, especially when it comes to building a better relationship with your adult kids, check out our book, Having Meaningful, Sometimes Difficult Conversations with Your Adult Sons and Daughters, or visit catholiccounselors.com. Welcome back, folks. You're listening to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. I'm Lisa Popchak. And today on More to Life Catholic Home, we're talking about Catholic family life and Catholic parenting. And the fact is, parenting is tough. You know, whether you got littles, teens, adult kids, parenting is a challenge. And if you've got questions about parenting, discipline issues, helping your kids grow in their faith or live by your values, if your kids are pushing back, against your rules or getting under your skin in any way, we want to help you overcome whatever challenges are making it hard for you to be a confident Catholic parent raising good and faithful Catholic kids. By the way, if you're enjoying the conversation, we'd love to continue it tonight with you. Uh, many of you are aware of our Catholic Home online community. That's Catholic H-O-M. You can learn more at CatholicHOM.com. Well, we for our premium members, we have a live Q&A every month, and tonight happens to be the night we're doing it for June. You can join us this evening at 7.30 Eastern. There's no registration required, and it is part of the premium membership to Catholic Home. So if you haven't signed up yet, go to CatholicHOM.com. 
uh, and sign up to be a premium member of the Catholic Home Community and join us tonight at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Bring your parenting questions, share your successes, struggles, meet the other the community of great Catholic families. It's such a wonderful experience. We all get together. We can see each other over Zoom. You don't have to if you're like, I'm in my pajamas by 7.30, but we love being able to do that. The kids are all present, and we all have a conversation about what the challenges are, what the great things are that's happening. It's kind of like having everybody over to our living room. So if you ever wanted to just get some time to really talk about something that's on your mind, get a new Catholic community that you feel really supported by. This is the event that happens once a month when you're a premium member of CatholicHOM.com. Join us tonight. We can't wait to see you there. We are taking your parenting questions right now, so if you've got something, you don't have to wait. Give us a call, 877-573-7825. That's 877-573-7825. We want to make Catholic parenting easier, whether you've got little kids, teens, adult kids. Parenting at every age and stage is a challenge. Let us help you make it a little less challenging. 877-573-7825. Let's talk now with Carol, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Louisiana. Hey, Carol, welcome to More to Life. What's your comment or question for Thank us? Thank you. Well, it's not so much a question, but I wanted to say that I think one of the things that parents can do for their children is to really consider who they ask to be godparents. God and my parents blessed me with the most wonderful godparents. They were there for me up until the time that they died. I mean, mm. I was in constant contact with my godmother into my 50s. And I just don't see that happening with my nieces and nephews and who they're selecting to be godparents. You know, you can choose your sister, you can choose a friend, you can choose a cousin, but you really should be choosing someone who wants to be a godparent, who will be there for your child and help your child to grow in faith. You know, Carol, you're and making such an important point, such an important point. Let's emphasize this and really boil this down for people. Because I, I actually, when our, our first grandson was born a year ago, our son came and said, you know, everybody is going to be insulted if I don't make them a godparent to my kid. Who do I choose? How do I do this? And I will say in 100% agreement with you, Carol, what I said to my son. Godparents are not your best friends. They're not the sister or brother that you're closest to. You don't have to get in big squabbles with people. It's not an honorary position. It's not an honorary position. And, by the way, for everybody who thinks, because they've watched, I don't know, Downton Abbey too much, godparents don't inherit your kids if you die. It's not a legal thing at all, okay? What it is, is you choose somebody who is living their faith in a way that says they love God, they're seeking God, they want to serve God, and they want to help your child do the same thing. So you really are choosing somebody who can be that example and that support to your child. And sometimes they'll be there as your next-door neighbor. Sometimes they'll be very far away. Our, our kids share the same, all of our children share the same godparents. And our, some of our kids have rarely seen their godparents because they live on the other side of the country. But 
these people live in a way that says God is amazing. They love God. They're seeking God. And they actively pray for and work for and communicate with our children to let them know somebody is always lifting them up to God and always there for them. And that's what you need to look for. So even if that person isn't the closest person to you or isn't going to live in your neighborhood forever, it's great if they do. But you are 100% right. We have to start thinking of what a godparent's role truly is and doing our best to provide those people for our children and not bow to the pressure of mom and dad or the in-laws or the siblings or the best friend who just is, it's my turn. You really need to be thinking of that. And, and it matters. It truly matters. So I think it's an excellent point to make, and it's a great chance for us to clarify what that really means. Carol, thank you so much for the comment, and I'm glad you had such a wonderful experience with your godparents. Thanks for encouraging our listeners to choose wisely when they are picking godparents for their kids. And I will say, you said you had an excellent relationship with them up to the time of their death. Well, as members of the Communion of Saints, I know they are praying for you and working for your good every single day from their side. And you know what? They probably inspired you to call in today and say, let people know about this. It's important. So (laughs) thank you, Carol, so much. 877-573-7825. We're talking about parenting today on our show titled Catholic Home. And by the way, that's Catholic H-O-M. It stands for Households on Mission. And we take it from our Catholic Home online community that we created to support Catholic parents like you in raising faithful Catholic kids, building a strong, dynamic domestic church. If you'd like to learn more about all the resources and support you can get in being a great Catholic parent, come on over to CatholicHOM.com and become a premium member today. As I mentioned earlier, this evening at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, Lisa and I are hosting our monthly Catholic Home Live Q&A. You can join that as a premium member for free. It's included with your membership. But that's not the only benefit you get. Every day on Catholic Home, you get to walk with our whole team of pastoral counselors and coaches who are there to answer your questions, give you support, connect you with resources. Plus, we've got tons of videos, downloadable activities. Uh, I mean, you name it, it's there. So check it out, catholichom.com. Don't have to be alone anymore. We can help you through it and walk by your side. We are taking your calls right now, though, about parenting on More to Life. The show is titled Catholic Home, and the number to call is 877-573-7825. Who's our next caller, Lisa? We're talking with Rosie, who's listening to EWTN Radio in Texas on Guadalupe Radio. Hi, Rosie. Welcome to More to Life. What's your question for us? I'm going to ask you to turn down the radio because we're getting the the delay We're getting a little bit of a delay and a background, so you are on, Rosie. Can you join us? (laughs) Give her seven seconds and see if she can. (laughs) Rosie, you there? Okay. Oh, I don't I'm think sorry. she's here enough. All right, she stepped away from the phone. All right, well, Rosie asked, she says she has an 18-year-old child with bipolar disorder, and she's having struggling deal, to deal with them, and wanted advice on how to uh, manage uh, with a child who's struggling with mental health problems. Um, Rosie, you know, I, I'm sorry that, that you weren't on the phone when we yeah. picked up, but I do want to offer some thoughts on this, because it's an important issue. Um, the most important thing a parent can do when they are raising a child who is struggling with any kind of mental health issues um, is number one, be part of the treatment. Um, A lot of times, uh, you know, we'll we'll send kids to counseling um, on their own. Uh, And I will say, 
uh, now my my whole background is in family therapy. There might be other counselors who disagree with me, but 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 I would say that my whole that that my own experience and the research generally so shows that individual therapy for kids is not tremendously effective. I mean, it can be helpful, but but what but it doesn't tend to work as well as family therapy for kids. And here's why. Um, it's hard, look, I, for my 40-year-old and 50-year-old clients, it's hard for them to follow through with homework, right? It's hard for them to do the things that we talk about in session. None of us want to change, and it feels scary to do it. And if we have And know, it's hard to remember what to do. Yeah, if we have particular <laughs> habits, it's really hard to make new ones. So you need the support as much as you can get. Um, and kids you know, don't have the resources that my 40- and 50-year-old clients might have, right? Kids uh, will sometimes not be entirely honest about what they're going through because they're nervous. Uh, sometimes even when they are entirely honest about what's going on, they, they, they have a hard time remembering what to do between sessions or having the character, to, you know, the maturity to follow through. Well, let's talk things. about it's, it's maturity. And so you're talking about, you know, kids who really don't have the language, don't have the insight, haven't been given the life experience. And then you talk about a child who's dealing with something as intense as a bipolar diagnosis. They're really working, you know, with a with a whole different weight of things holding them down from being able to do everything they're trying to do in a therapeutic situation. So the most important thing with, that you can do, if you have not been involved in your, your child's treatment up to this point uh, or only been involved, you know, in a passing way, like sometimes a, a parent might join once a month or something like that, I, I want you to, to do what you can to be, be part of um, your child's every session. You know, and, and the question that you need to be focusing on in that work is, what can I do, what can our family do as a family to support this child's recovery? Um, secondly, when you're talking about you know, something like bipolar disorder, and, and for listeners who don't know what that is, it basically the, the, what happens is sort of the thermostat in your brain uh, gets stuck. So it either gets stuck on or it gets stuck off or it kind of you know, goes back and forth, and, what, in a per, and the child can either go into sort of cycle between depressive moments and really impulsive times uh, and it's hard to kind of help them regulate so people with bipolar disorder need structure they need a lot of structure around them to kind of help them maintain um, a, a basic sense of normalcy from day to day you know so that when they are revving they have a routine that helps them to calm down when they are depressed they have a routine that helps them function uh, and you kind of cling to that routine like a lifeline right like like you're climbing a mountain and you need your rope right and and if and if your family doesn't have that structure that strong healthy routine um, then you know it's really hard for that bipolar kid to get uh, any sense of normalcy right so so the more chaotic a home is um, or and when I say chaotic I don't mean like in an unhealthy, dysfunctional way. I just mean like just, the, way, the way normal families are. Yeah, you know, where, just where you... not where you've got like a very set routine where you've got, where you've actually thought it out and put it into place, and everybody knows it and is working it. That's what we mean. Yeah. Um, the, the the third thing I would say is that um, it's easy to blame the kid for their reactions, their responses. And, and to take it all personally, to sort of see them as as being disobedient or disrespectful. Um, and obviously, inappropriate behaviors have to be addressed, right? I'm not saying that. But I am saying that the way you address them matters. 
And um, if you take their behavior personally, especially if you're talking about a kid with a diagnosed mental disorder, like bipolar disorder, if you take it personally, you're going you're, you're gonna to go downhill really fast. You have to see their disrespect or their disobedience um, or their bad behavior not as a behavior problem, but as an expression of pain that they're in right then. And your job is to kind of help them manage that pain um, and learn to express that pain appropriately instead of just lashing out, right? I mean, Rosie, if, if you had a compound fracture, right, uh, and you, you, might be the, you might be the most mild-mannered, um, gentle person in the world, but if you had a compound fracture, you, it would be very likely that you'd be cussing everybody out around you and saying all kinds of really mean things because <laughs> really of the point. excruciating pain that you were in. Right. Well, when you're dealing with a mental illness, you know, you're in excruciating pain. Uh, and and you say things and you do things that that express that pain. Um, it's not appropriate. It's not okay. But it's just the reality of it, right? And until somebody can help that person deal with that pain and express that pain in appropriate ways, it's going to come out, you know, right? And if you take if the doc, you know, so if you you know with your compound fracture, you know, went to the emer- emergency room and the doctor said, "How dare you speak to me that way? I'm not going to treat your wound until you can learn how to get some manners, Missy." They would be missing the point, right? Um, So when your child misbehaves or is disrespectful, I'm not saying tolerate it. I'm not saying put up with it. I'm saying you have to correct it, but in a different way than you might naturally want to do it. And that's, again, where the family therapy piece comes in, because you can work with that counselor to help your child be their best selves, even in the face of that mental illness, by doing those three things. One, being part of the treatment. Number two, creating that structure and those routines that help maintain stability. And number three, learning how to not take their behavior personally and seeing how you can help them maintain or or rather manage the pain that they're in so that they can express themselves appropriately rather than lashing out. So, Rosie, I, I hope that these suggestions will get you started. Again, I'm sorry that you weren't able to stay on the line to give us that additional information. But if we can continue to support you in any way, please don't hesitate to reach out to us at CatholicCounselors.com. We'd be happy uh, to coach you in this uh, and support the work that you're doing with uh, your daughter's counselor. I just want to throw in one technical point here. It says that your child's 18 years old. If you have a therapist who's saying, well, they're of majority age, you can't be in their therapy anymore. There are a couple out there that'll do that. Find somebody who does family therapy because you need somebody who's going to say, your child's your child from the time they're you know, conceived to the time that they die. And this is a dynamic that needs to be healed and helped and supported in their family life. They need their support system. They need their family. And all that needs to be worked out. Some magic number that says the government says they're of age is not what we're talking about here. We're talking about the health and well-being of your child and your family. So don't take that as a roadblock. Find somebody who will help you. All right. Well, we've got to go to break right now. We're continuing to take your calls at 877-573-7825. Again, that's 877 877- Five seven three seventy eight twenty five. We're talking about parenting today on More to Life. Let's talk about what it will make parenting easier for you. Give us a call. Whether we're talking about discipline issues, helping your kids grow in their faith, uh, dealing with their pushing back against your rules or values, we want to help make parenting easier today on More to Life. Eight seven seven five seven three seven eight two five. 
Beyond Damascus with Dan Demite and Aaron Richards is our show for young adults. Everybody's talking about encounter. Everybody's talking about that mountaintop experience. What we fail to often talk about is what happens after, what happens beyond that Damascus moment. Jesus Christ is calling all of us to be missionary disciples, disciples of Jesus who are on mission to bring the kingdom of God here and now on this earth. Beyond Damascus with Dan Demite and Aaron Richards, Saturday at 8 Eastern on EWTN Radio. Hi, I'm Al Cresta. Our generation is the first in human history to widely reject that life has any overarching purpose. Morality is considered relative, and we're even uncertain about what it means to be a man or a woman. Catholics at this time need to be awake, not woke. Sit down with Renewal Ministries' Peter Herbeck and I for an extended conversation with Noel Maring, author of Awake, Not Woke. It's available on the Renewal Ministries YouTube page or in the slider at AveMariaRadio.net. Brought to you by the nonprofit Seton Home Study. Hi, everybody. Dr. Ray Garendi here. You thinking about homeschooling? Seton Homeschooling, 40 years of experience, 17,000 current students, pre-K through high school. They provide the books, the lesson plan, the counselors, the grading services, the tests. That's right, pretty much everything. My wife and I use Seton, some of our children. Tell you this, two of them got perfect ACT scores in verbal. And overall, the Seton students scored more than 100 points above average on the SAT. Over 30% higher on English and reading on the ACT. It's a rigorous program. You want to give the very best to your kids? Trust me on this one. Go with Seton. It is a beautifully rigorous academic program. Go to setonhome.org. That is setonhome.org. Want more tips for living a more joyful, abundant life through the gift of the theology of the body? Well, and follow us on Facebook at More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa, and on Twitter and Instagram at Catholic Counselors. We'll see you there. Welcome back to More to Life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. I'm Lisa Popchak. I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. Today's show is titled Catholic Home. We're talking about Catholic family life, Catholic parenting, and if you have littles, teens, or adult kids, we recognize that parenting is a challenge at every age and stage. If you've got parents, excuse me, questions about parenting, discipline issues, helping your kids grow in their faith or live by your values, if you're dealing with kids pushing back against your rules or getting under your skin in any way, we want to help make parenting easier. Give us a call at 877 573 Seven eight two five. We have a message here from Beth, who's listening to Ave Maria Radio in Michigan. And she says, I am the grandmother of five for my two daughters. I love my family very much and enjoy my time with them. But I am now watching the kids anywhere from four to six days a week because my girls and their husbands both work. Then I'm helping them in the evening if they have a social event or an evening work event. They will help me if I have a real need, like a plumbing issue or a health issue, which rarely happens. But it's all falling on me, sometimes at an hour's notice if something comes up for them. I'm retired and didn't think I'd be raising five kids. 
almost five days a week to six days a week. How can I get a break but not threaten our family relationships or the well-being of the kids? And that is Beth in Michigan. Well, Beth, I, you know, I thank you for the question. And, you know, you're not, you're certainly not alone in this. Um, Grandparents you know, are parenting all over the place these know, days. Pe- people think that retirement means that all you have is free time. And, of course, that's that's not true. I mean, you have more time than, than some, um, but you still have things to do to and keep your home and to keep yourself together and to, and to fulfill your responsibilities. things you've waited to do. Yeah. You know, things you've waited to do till you were retired that you've put off for all these years because you were raising your own kids, and now suddenly, wham, it's a second, second time all around, and so it's hard. The first thing you need to be doing is making sure that you're praying. Uh, about what priorities God has Good for you. Point. Now, you know, obviously those priorities are going to include being there to support your kids and your grandkids. Um, but there but there are other things that, that God uh, wants you to use your talents and abilities for as well. Uh, and you need to discern what those are and figure out how you can carve out at least some time for that. Um, secondly, you need to have an honest conversation with your kids and say, look, I, I love you guys and I really do want to support you. Um, but God has placed some of these other things on my heart, too, that are very important to me. Um, and I need to make some time for those things. I, I'm, I'm willing to try to work as much as I can around your schedule. Um, but I do need to prioritize those things, too. And, and those things, by the way, include, you know, keeping your home, you know, making time for your marriage, as well as doing whatever. Doing the, the, the hobbies you want, keeping up your relationships with your friends and just enjoying your life a bit. So, you know, those being honest about those two things. And then thirdly, um, making sure that you're, you're kind of keeping those boundaries uh, because it's important for it's as, as important as it is for you to give that support it's as, it's important for your kids to recognize that that you know you are a person who has needs and who has those concerns and it's not just when you you know have a need to go to the doctor right or a, a need to go to the hospital it's you know the, the other things that god has asked you to do so be setting clear boundaries around that. And if they call you at an hour's notice, you know, if, if you have already planned to do something, then you know, really thinking about whether you just need to do that and say, look, I'm sorry, I, I, I can't be there at the drop of a hat. I, I can be there uh, when I can, and I will be as generous as I can be, but, but today I, I can't do this, right? So, so being honest about what you really can and can't do, not letting this be an emotional decision, but really based on that prayerful discernment about what God is calling you to do and, and being faithful to that call as well. So yes, of course you want to be generous in serving your kids and supporting your kids and being there for your grandkids. Of course you do. Um, but that can't mean that you only live for them. Um, you know, unless, unless in your prayer, God says, no, that, that's what I want you to do. But, the, but that's, but that's, again, it, it's about discernment. It's a really about discerning what is God calling you to at this stage of your life and being faithful to that while you are being faithful to your call to be supportive to your kids and grandkids. Thank you so much for the call. Or, and, and if there's more that we can do to support you, don't hesitate to reach out to us. By the way, we talk about these kinds of things in our book, having meaningful, sometimes difficult conversations with adult sons and daughters. Check it out at catholiccounselors.com. As we're heading out, I do want to remind all of you that we are hosting our monthly Catholic Home Live Q&A. That is a opportunity to get together with Lisa and I and all the premium members of the Catholic Home community where we talk about parenting issues, discipline questions, we share successes and struggles and get support to really lead a more faithful Catholic family life. Check it out. You can learn more at catholichom.com. Become a premium member of Catholic the Catholic Home Community and join us this evening at 7.30 Eastern. We'd love to see you there. And 
for our Catholic Home Q&A. And for the rest of you, if you'd like to learn more about all the resources we offer to help you live a more Catholic family life and become a more confident Catholic parent, you can go to catholiccounselors.com to check out those resources there as well. We hope that you have a blessed day. Get out there and celebrate the life God has in store for you, because with His grace, there really is a whole lot more to life. You've been listening to More to Life with Dr. Greg and Lisa Popchek. More to Life is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and is carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Dan McGraw. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net.